Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is uh, Brother Nelson. I'm here uh, with, uh, this is Nelson Seda and Ruth Cynthia Ministries. We are here for another episode of Jesus is the Answer. Uh, You hear my brother right now on the other end of the line. Uh, We have a very special guest today, Brother Joseph, Pastor Joseph. Thank you for being here, brother. Thank you, sir. Amen. So um, we're going to ask you uh, so that others may be edified, encouraged, yes. and drawn closer to Jesus. How did you get saved? Oh, boy. That's a wonderful. I got saved because I found out that I was tied up in my mess and I needed a Savior that was bigger than me. And I asked him. I went to a church one night. And as the song said, my heart wasn't right. And he changed me, and I asked him to come into my heart. I confessed with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and he saved me, and he allowed me to understand what the truth is and what it costs him so that I could be set free. Amen. So you got saved at a church service. Was this many, many years ago? or? Yes, that was many, many years ago. That was in my early high school days. Uh, you wow. know, God had me, basically, there's a difference between just being saved and being chosen. So from a young age, I was chosen to be part of the kingdom of God. I couldn't do what I wanted to do in high school. I, I tried it, and I found out it just didn't work. I went to the parties, but I was an outcast. They would look at me and say, I, he he got to be in church because he don't dance like everybody else. Uh, and then when everybody else was partying, I didn't find that to be very attractive to me. And so God saved me, and that's how I knew my life would change, and that's how he saved me. Wow. So so you um you were always uh, set apart. <laughs> the Lord stopped you from, it sounds like, from, from going too far into the world and into sin and you get saved around high school age and what are some of the challenges that you face because there might be people listening there might be viewers who just gave their life to the lord and they're around that age right now and they're listening to you as an older gentleman and they're like you know maybe they could use some words of wisdom amen yes some of the things that i've changed that i had the challenges that i had to face i had to face peer pressure I had to face my own self because how I many you know our self is the biggest distraction that we can have. People can't make you do. You got to want to do. And so I couldn't hang out like other people. I couldn't do with other people. Uh, I really didn't smoke. I really didn't drink. I really didn't chase girls like that. So there was a lot of things that I was a little bit different and when God has chosen you, he's actually set you aside because the scripture says he knew me when I was in my mother's womb. And since that time, God had raised me up. My mom constantly said you was a God child because of all the stuff she had to go through in order for me to come forth. And because of those challenges, uh, I can't say that I was perfect because I didn't say that I didn't have the desires but the, what was inside was bigger than my desires. And so although I tried them, 
it wasn't until I gave the Lord a true yes that I was able to overcome a lot of those challenges. And even in today, we still uh, uh, have to uh, ask God to help us in various mm-hmm. areas, in various areas because uh, the Bible said when the house is swept and clean, he goes away, but he comes back. So your past from time to time will rise up. But greater is right. he that's in me than he that's in the world. Amen, amen. That's, it's so true because it's a, it's, a, it's a daily fight. It's a battle. Yes. And uh, as I heard a brother in Christ say some years ago, it's, it's like a battleship. It's not a cruise ship. <laughs> you know? That's um, good right there. I might have to eat that one. <laughs> now, I know, I know you and I met um, by a divine appointment to share with the listeners, and, and you're doing ministry now, you and your wife. Yes. And yes. the Lord is providing the increase. And what are, what are some advice you would give to people who maybe they're like you and your wife in ministry and as yourself been serving the Lord for years and they're just trying to be obedient to the call? One of the things that I would say to anybody that's trying to be obedient to the call, you have to spend time with God so that you can actually know that it's God called you and not a person. Many times we get caught up in what people think or what people say rather than versus what God says. And so in order for you to heed to the call, you must know that you, what God called you, then you must know that there is a process and then there is a time because uh, there is a process, meaning the stuff that you have to go through in order for God to, to make you, but then there is a time so that you could be proven that you're trustworthy to handle the things of God. And once you allow God to take total control of you and you realize that my life is not my own, to him I belong, then you say, I give myself away. And, again, as you said, it was divine appointment when we met. We met the very same day doing the very same thing, and now we're doing the very same thing together as one supporting one another. And so as a person who is trying to find their place in God, I would say continue to seek God's face, continue to read the word, and continue to be obedient to what God has said. Because sometimes what God says goes against the grain. Sometimes what God mm-hmm. says will cause us to stretch. And many of us don't like to be stretched. But how many know that when God stretches you, he's only stretching, stretching you because he wants to prepare you to a farther distance. And so we allow God to do a work in us. Say, God created me a clean heart like David, renewing me the right spirit. Then the scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and all things become new. And you must know that you're not the same as you once was. Every day is a different day. Every day is a day of trying to do better and strive to be better in the things of God. Amen. That's right. So we're definitely going to be sharing um, your links 
to your ministry in the description section of this testimony. But yes. I do want to go a little bit back to your testimony because you were saved as such a young man, and you've yes. lived a life. You know, you're, you're a mature man now. And yes. did you ever fall away? Was there things that you fell into even as a believer that you want to maybe encourage other believers who are backslidden, struggling, but they love the Lord and they yes. know that they have to live holy and they have to turn from that sin? Yes. And this is the thing about it. Uh, for so long, we had the misconception of what perfect was. We, 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 we thought that we had to cross every T, you had to dot every I. But in this life, we're going to have challenges. We're going to fall sometimes. But the Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. But then the Bible also says, shall a man continue in sin that grace may abound? And then he say, God forbid. And so That's there right. were many times that I was challenged. I was challenged in the area of sex, fornicating. I was challenged in the area of lying, telling lies. I was challenged in the area of uh, trying to be somebody who I wasn't. I was deceptive. But yet, when the truth comes in, because when the true spirit of truth comes in, he makes all those corrections. There are some things that uh, came upon my life. You know, I was chasing after stuff. I was a college athlete. Uh, I was the popular in the high school. I was the popular in, in the college. And so... I went out there. I tried it. But how many know when God calls you there, that's why there's a difference between being chosen and called versus something you just want to do. And so for any person that would be listening, I would say that you're going to have some challenges because the enemy don't play fair. Uh, If he he tested Jesus, who was all power, who was the image of God, was a part of God, to be the be only begotten son of God. So because we have his spirit in us, we are already like sheep heading for the slaughter. And the Bible says this, they that live godly are going to suffer persecution. So we don't have challenges. But this is the thing that I like about challenges. When we have challenges as believers, we actually don't have what the world has, but we have lessons. See, when we go through what we go through, we ask God what was the purpose, and we allow God because the Bible said let patience have its perfect work. So because we know patience is working on us, we know patience is chiseling off. We know uh, patience is pulling off. We know patience is uh, plucking off. Some of it is taking off. What I mean by that is we don't want to let it go. You know, we don't want to let Sally go. We don't want to let Leroy go. But when the Holy Spirit comes in, the very thing that's been holding you, it has to let go. Because the songwriters say, God, break every chain, break every chain. And so we continue to ask God to help us on a daily basis. None of us are perfect and as well as meaning we don't have a spot. But we do have to come to an a, a area of being perfected. Perfected, meaning that there is a level of maturity that we must get to, where little tests no longer uh, overtakes us um, 
because it's Amen. not over, it's not strong enough because of the power that we have. Because the Bible says, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. So let God be true and let every man be a liar. So when the enemy says you can't, God says you can't because I learned all things are possible to him that believes. Amen. Amen. Yes, indeed. And we yes, we can live a holy life. It's possible to strive towards that. And exactly. Yes. Amen. Yes. Um, yes. Before we go, do you have any last words uh, that the Holy Spirit uh, you feel is wants you to share? Well, one of the things that the Holy Spirit has been um, pressing upon my heart, and we at New Foundations Outreach been on the subject of it's time to tighten up. And God is calling for the body of believers to tighten up, to get our house in order, to go and redo some things. Uh, Revelation said return back to our first love. God is trying to get us back to a place because the world is needing of us. The harvest is ripe, but the labors are few. And so God is now uh, getting his army ready. When you look all around the world and you see all the signs everywhere, trouble in this place, trouble in that place, the governmental structure is not right. Mm -hmm. uh, the financial structure is not right. The world system is not right. It's only an indication that whatever we see manifesting on the earth is what's being taken place in heaven. And so what we're seeing is that God is going through the system of the church changing. He's going in dealing with leadership. He's going in yep. and shaking off some ungodly relationships. He's going in and uh, causing people to re-examine themselves because the Bible said let a man examine himself, where you don't have to have nobody tell you you in the wrong. God is trying to show you, for we are, my wife said something to me yesterday. She said, what season we in? I said, fall. She said, what happens in the fall? She said, leaves change colors. And she said, ha. she blessed me. She said, you know what? <laughs> this is the season that you're going to see the true colors of people. Mm. I was blessed by that. And then realizing December is the month of winter, where it's the month of exposure. So now you're going to see the colors of the people are the character of the people, but God is going to expose who's supposed to go with you. He's also going to expose what areas in your life that is keeping you from being and doing what God has called you. This is a season that God is getting ready to shake off some stuff. He's shaking off some relationships. He's shaking off some habits. He's shaking off some mind thoughts. He's shaking yeah. off the way we supposed to walk in him so that we could be more like him because the, the whole earth groaning is waiting for the manifestations of the sons and the women of God to stand up, to be accountable, to be the light of the world, to be the salt of the earth. And so this is the time that I would encourage every believer to stand up and be counted. Be who God has called you to be because at any moment now, he could say, come up hither and we're out of here. So once again, I encourage everyone to tighten up, pray for one another, love on one another, fellowship and support one another. And the Bible says we ought to do good, especially to those who are of the household of faith. So come on, brothers and sisters. Let's continue to go forward in the things of God and be what God has called us to be because the world is looking for the truth rather than the faith. 
Amen. Amen. Uh, we appreciate you very much, Brother Joseph. We love you in the Lord. We love you too, um, sir. And we're going to close out with some prayer. Um, yes. Again, for those of you who are listening, for those of you who are viewers, we will share uh, the ministry that the Lord has entrusted Brother Joseph yes. with. We will share the links in the description section. And if you are led by the Holy Spirit, support, share it. It is an act of evangelism. Um, yes. Would you like to close out the prayer, brother? Yes. And if I could, let me just share our motto. The motto of New Foundation Outreach is how you build today will determine your tomorrow. And so with that, we thank God for Pastor Nelson and his lovely wife uh, uh, inviting us to get a chance to speak on his platform that God has given him, the assignment that God has given him. And, again, we're in this thing together. It's all about kingdom building, not empire building but kingdom building, and we touch okay. one soul at a time. For Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto myself. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing in this season. We thank you for lives being transformed, for people being renewed, people being restored. Father, we thank you for the spirit of reconciliation, bringing back people to back to you to their rightful place. And Father, we thank you as we continue to seek your face, as we continue to want to have a personal encounter with you. God, you said if we seek you, we'll find you. And God, you said if we not, the door shall be open. God, we pray that you would have your way, that you would fill us even the more with your power. God, help us to reach people throughout the world, that souls might be saved, delivered, and set free by the power. And Father, I pray for the evangelistic ministry and deliverance ministry of the Nelson, and I pray that you will continue to help it to grow, that you will help it to reach nations, that you would help it to um, go beyond boundaries, that it would reach realms, and that it would be uh, what you have inspired him to be and for him to do. And, God, we ask that you be gratified and you be glorified and that you be lifted up. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.